0: I am going to talk about the actual quantum healing and what I see. How this started today is, of course, this quantum curriculum is going into my head. Like, what do people need to know to connect with their intuition, or even in a more broad aspect, connect to the quantum energy field that exists all around us? How the heck do you explain that? For me... I remember the moments where I've either had a quantum healing experience or I've seen a client have a healing experience and I w- I couldn't explain it though, but I knew it was duplicatable because I've done it more than once. But the deepest healings I've had, I've seen the healing when it takes place. So let me explain Let me unfold all of what I just said. The first thing that happens when a client comes to me is they come to me for an Akashic record reading. And so I'm trained in opening the Akashic records. And once that field is open, that's where I say, and have said many times, it's like a simple Google search for your soul. You come to me and you say, I want to go to California in my business. And all that I'm doing is go left, go right. And then what things need to be placed, what seasonings need to be placed in the business or the direction that you're going in to be successful. Um, and, and we work through that. So it's a very simplistic way of putting it. So that's what we do. But guess what I see? When I open that energy field and, they, and a client says, I want to go to California. And of course, I'm using this as an example. You want to go to a specific place in your business. So I want to grow my business. I want to earn more income. I want to reach more people, but we're going to call it California. (laughs) So when you want to go to California, I can see things that are in the way when I'm looking in that energy field. And with your permission, when we're in the records, I say, you know, I see something, I'd like to look deeper. And most clients are, want to go there, but I do make sure that that's where they want to go. It's in my model of the world, I can see it and I can heal it, but that might not be what they want. If they say in that moment, it's for their highest and best self, even if they can't get their mind around it, as long as they're saying yes, they're saying yes to opening the beginning of the healing. So we're looking at the mental roadmap of how to get their business to the next level. Or for some people, it's how to get themselves to the next level because your personal identity as well as the identity of your business are connected. I've talked about the two hula hoops, the visual hula hoops of the blue hula hoop being you, the green hula hoop being your business. And when you put those two hula hoops over each other just a little bit, not completely, and make a little space in between, there's an energy field there between you and your business. And that's the part that can grow. Because as we grow, so does our business. And as the business grows, so do we. I felt at times my business is pushing me a bit. <clears throat> because it does have its own energy field. Of course, it's attached to mine, but it doesn't have all the BS stories, the belief system stories that have been placed into the identity who of who I became over the years. Meaning if, and I did, I tried out for Pom Pom Girl and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And as soon as I saw the faces of those judges, I felt froze. And there was no way I could get the routine back in my head. All that I could see were the faces about to judge me. And that freaked me the heck out. So at that moment, when I stood up to perform, I froze. And that's part of the memories of me. Now, I get on stage all the time. And I haven't thought about that in a long time. But that could have impeded my journey about being able to get up and speak to people. I just put my, I have an automatic desk and the mic wasn't quite right. So I, I, all of the things that make up me, you know, the failure at Pom Pom Girl could create a little bit of a barrier or sometimes a huge roadblock, depending on how big the the moment or the situation was or how I perceived it or how it impacted the next, you know, the next journey that I would take about trying to achieve something. As a matter of fact, as I'm talking to you, The next time that it was kind of a big event is I was, uh, I believe, in the beginning of my sophomore year, and my girlfriend invited me to apply to be a resident assistant in the residence halls. And how I viewed the resident assistants were kind of popular girls, that leaders that people looked up to, and I hadn't felt I had that leadership role inside me. But my girlfriend, Terry, if you're out there, I love you. She uh, she was in my wedding, and we've known each other a long time, and we just reconnected. So just a shout out to her. She saw something in me in leadership that I didn't see in myself. So in this moment, I'm starting to see the process of healing and the processes of how things affected me next. So I go to this interview, and there is the top echelon of the student affairs department to hire a student RA, which I worked at a bigger university after I left, the one I was at as an undergrad, and I realized not all schools do that. So talk about a little bit of pressure for your first formal um, quote-unquote job interview. And I remember being so nervous that my lip was quivering and I thought, well, they're never going to hire me because I, you know, I can't even keep it together for an interview. But yet I did keep it together for the interview and I ended up getting that job and that position actually. And it ended up being a life career for me of 33 plus years So, you know, from pom-pom girl failure to, you know, a 33-year career for the second time I had to step up for myself, it was a win. But if it would have been a loss, I don't know what my perception of myself would have been. So back to quantum healing and looking at this roadmap in another person's timeline, so to speak. So I'm watching a show today, and it was actually a commercial. I wanted to watch a a talk about uh, Tony Robbins, and then this guru came on, and he had worked with NLP, which I've also studied NLP, and I just got intrigued by this little ad. And in that moment, I realized what I do. He was doing some sort of a healing technique, and I thought, oh my gosh, I do this in the records. Because I think I had a background in NLP since I think about 2005, and I studied NLP and was certified in that, and then moving forward in time, you know, I went to these beautiful seminars so many times that I think it just became ingrained in my unconscious mind about the different types of healing tools in NLP, and so when I went into the quantum physics field and I had this healing script that's that's in the Akashic Records to use to release past vows and, and other things, I realized I could see the healings. I keep my eyes closed. And so say, for instance, we're healing past vows and we come up with the term of the pain point, And then we come up with a term or words or language that kind of vibrates inside the client about how what we're going to infuse or replace taking out whatever their pain point is. For instance, me being the failed pom pom queen. So maybe I would talk about maybe my thing would have been fear of public speaking or public performing. And what I wanted to infuse that in my outcome of healing would have been to deliver the light and love in my heart. So we go from one state, the fear, to the infusion of the positive state. But what happens in between is the quantum healing that I want to talk about. So I'm looking on the roadmap of where they want to go. I see the block. We've identified it. We've given it a name, and we're going to replace it with something. As we start the release process, I close my eyes, and I can see it's almost like if any of you have ever seen the old reels of film. I visually can almost see that, you know, with the little dots above and below and the little you know the brown film with the negatives that go across, and I feel like it almost stops in moments in time, but I actually can see it like full living color. I can see the moment where there was a challenge, and sometimes I go deep into it if it's necessary, and sometimes I just see it and keep moving because we're healing multiple things um, in this healing. So it's this is very quick. Here I am like broadening it out, but these are like milliseconds. They're not even, they don't even feel like seconds. When I put it this way, when I do an Akashic record reading for an hour, I could probably write at least three books of information because I can't talk as quick as I can feel and know. Like I kind of know the knowledge around this situation as well. So it's very broad and vast. So if you can imagine this healing being a timeline, so if you could see a timeline from zero to a hundred, and then if you want to, to make it visually fun, create it as a big role of film, you know, individual films, all connected Almost like negatives, and what it looks like in a healing in very slow mo. My son would love this. This is the slow mo guys. This is slow mo quantum physics. I <laughs> wonder how we could film this, right? So you stop one reel of film, just one segment in the healing. And what I ask the energy of the quantum field of that DNA and cell and memory field is to release that injury and I can see when it's gone and then I keep all the learnings. So it's not like we're replacing that. We're just taking the perception of the bad out and then remember what we're infusing it with is the good. So before in another episode, I talked about it being like healing, like the green grass. And if you want your grass to be pristine and green, like a golf course, you don't want dandelions in it. And so you're going to have to go get some of those dandelions out. And my dad loved having a green, green grass and I would be the dandelion picker. So I guess I have some experience of looking for the, the dandelion. But my dad didn't want me to pick it just out, like to just yank it, which you could get a rather long root. He wanted this tool that was like 12 inches to it was metal and had a wooden handle. And as you pushed it in, you snapped the root at a very deep level. And I really think that that's what this healing process looks like in quantum physics. I want you to imagine we're going to slow this down even more. So I took a course one time on quantum spoon bending. I was so excited. My girlfriend Linda and I went and somewhere inside myself, I was already doing a live Akashic record readings for other people, but I didn't really have it formulated into the business uh, that can offer the type of support that it does now. I was kind of into one-off readings because I didn't know how to, how else to create that. And so I go to this quantum spoon bending and I'm, I feel a little bit cocky inside because, you know, I'm, I'm in the Akashic energy field quite a lot. So I thought I got this, you know, like, my intuition, my intuitive muscles pretty big. So I got this. So I go in with a little bit of cocky. <laughs> and I guess they gave us like 16, like gave us some spoons, like eight spoons and some forks and forks are even more interesting to bend because in the moment of the quantum connection with the spoon or the fork, you can actually like literally put a complete twist in that fork tong, which people say, "Oh, I can bend a fork," but try to bend a prong easily, and then twist it like a little twist. Mm-mm, that's not that easy. <laughs> so everybody in my class, my girlfriend, um, you know, they weren't even done with the way to do it, like explaining it, and she went bloop bloop bloop, and she like like bent three of her forks. And I went, Linda, seriously? And she goes, I don't know. I feel it in my hands. And I was watching her and, you know, she was 10 years older than me at the time. And her hands were just gently moving these forks around like they were pieces of paper. And I'm sitting there with my fork like, trying to bend it or twist it or bend down a prong and I'm like breaking in a sweat, realizing I'm not using my energy field, but I knew how to connect with intuition, but connecting to the actual actual molecular structure of something, as well as when I'm doing the healing and I'm connecting with the visual moment of injury where I can see the injury and it just stops. Like it's just there. Is the same feeling when I was bending the quantum spoon exercise. And just today, just in this moment, it's 5.02 on a Monday night. And I just had this revelation and I just really wanted to share it. So let me tell you what that feels like. The quantum the moment of manipulating the quantum energy field. So finally, I'm trying to think, let me close my eyes and let me think of how I connected with it. Okay. So I think I was using visual. So right now I'm closing my eyes and I'm looking for that kind of molecular structure field. And it's weird because it feels heavy, Like there's a heavy, like a a palibleness to it, almost like something actually was in my hands energetically. So when I do an intuitive reading, it would be like, feel like cotton candy, like it's light and airy and fluffy, but this felt a little bit like unsticky taffy. And here's what happened is once I connected with that exact point of molecular physical structure in my mind's eye, boom, it just started moving like liquid. And I was, I bent the fork, I twisted the, the one prong of the fork. But as I was twisting it, I wanted to give it like a triple twist. And as I got into the second part of the twist, I literally felt the connection close off, almost like an energetic portal. And it stopped me in the tracks. There was no more liquid. There was no more of that palatable texture, like a unsticky taffy, it became back into hardness and then I couldn't move it. And so, you know, I kept doing it just to be familiar with that feeling and I haven't done it in all these years since. So I should try to visit, revisit my notes about how to connect with this energy of this quantum energy field, because I know what it felt like in that moment but I had to be focused and concentrate. My girlfriend didn't think about it. And that is, I believe, one of the secrets of intuition is just going with it, not thinking about it. But today it's really about that quantum healing and how powerful is this? When you have a challenge in life that's holding you back, so many people have talents that are phenomenal and people are really intelligent and phenomenal, but yet they're stressed and worried about money and how to, to have a more comfortable life. And quantum healing has nothing to do with, geez, let's do this to have a more comfortable life. That's not what I'm saying. And some people, here's my feeling, that we all have the ability to have the most abundant lives, that things should be easy and flow for us. It doesn't have to be hard. And I feel like some people are, <laughs> you know, the old joke that, um, and, and I did this, I should not even say some people, look, I'm talking to the mirror right now, and I'm going to get real about this. I struggled for so many years to get my head around exactly what I'm talking about today, which is quantum healing. I was so stuck in so many arenas of my life. I worked at a job that just wasn't aligning with who I was anymore. I live in an area that doesn't isn't always as open to intuitive like intuition. Like California, you talk about intuition at you. (laughs) Pennsylvania, you talk about intuition and then now you're, is this religion? What kind of religion is this? (laughs) It's not a religion. And I don't mean to giggle about it, but you know, the same guy that told me that he was going to pull demons out of me in his church, um, is the same guy that told me that yoga is, is bad as well. So, I live in an interesting area to be promoting intuition, and that was one of the reasons I got myself stuck, is because I thought, how am I going to do this business in this area? And you know what? I do some business in this area, but I do business internationally. I do business in different states. I am not limited to just this area, so what was I thinking? You know (laughs) I imposed limitations on my life that weren't true. I was telling myself lies. I guess I could call it for staying small. Somebody could be listening to me today and be having doubts about what I'm saying. Although I have a lot of students and clients that they could and have give testimonials but that's really not what I want to talk about today. I want to also share what kind of things can be healed. So I recently, um, the first time I ever saw a quantum healing, and remember, I, <laughs> I'm i only explaining it to you today because I, I didn't know how. But I'll never forget, there was a, a, a young girl, she was 18. And her mom met me and said, I just really want you to work with my daughter. I don't know what is left to do. And I don't think I got much background, to be honest with you. And we had a phone call. And we immediately connected. I felt really connected to her. And she was a young girl. So I wasn't sure how that was going to go. And she shared with me that she had an addiction. And she said it was something called Molly's. Now, I didn't even know what Molly's was, but apparently it's a type of um, ecstasy drug and I don't know much about it, but I do believe that it can really mess with your, maybe the pituitary and the adrenal glands because it's like a huge high. And also I think your body can get really hot and that can be dangerous But I'm not an expert on it. I just, that's my overview of what my personal understanding is. And she'd had many addictions. And so I forget what our first assignment was. I think we had one more Akashic record reading and healing. And then I still felt the need to go back in and do an NLP technique. So we did, um, it's called Temporal Dynamics. And we released anger, sadness, hurt, fear, anger, sadness, hurt, fear, and guilt. And we released those in, you know, in the rewiring of the brain part. And when I was doing that and I had my eyes closed because I have vision and intuition, I saw it leave. And I can't, I still to this day can't believe I. it just came out of my mouth because it was true. It was from my heart. I said, I've just seen your addiction leave you. And I said, but I want you to hear this. You have a choice in this moment. Moving forward, you can use drugs. But you don't have to use drugs. If you choose to use them, you will go back to addiction. But right now, the addiction left. Don't invite it back because it's gone. And I think it was three years in her mom and I bumped into each other and she said the addiction was still gone. And that was the first time I ever saw a healing, a quantum healing in an energy field, but I was using NLP. So fairly recently, somebody who trained me in the Akashic records, I just wanted to give her gratitude for helping me to have this business, and I wanted to thank her for helping all the people that I've been able to help because of her guidance. And so I said, "Would you like a reading?" <laughs> and I like readings all the time, so of course, us readers we say yes probably more quickly than the people seeking uh, help. And she said it was. Inter- I did the healing portion, and she said it's interesting to watch how this has evolved. And it kind of shocked me because I thought I was doing exactly what I was taught. But then when I go backwards, I just used to use those words like release this, release that, you know, release past vows, release hooks, release energy cords. I would just use that as a script. But when I got connected to what that was and then put my vision in it, that's when I can see when the quantum healing is complete. So moving forward, what I start realizing is sometimes somebody had signed up for an align your business program, and that's basically three sessions, and then we're done. And it's one really large healing releasing a block, and it's for an hour and a half, and we go really deep. And then they would be okay. They didn't need the next program. And I thought, what am I doing wrong? Like, you know, it's only three sessions. Like for some reason, I got it in my head that the longer that somebody works with you, the better off they are. And that's not the truth. And I think some people have a certain goal. And so they should have a lot more involve sessions because they're always striving to that next goal. But somebody who's in the middle of getting to their next level of themselves, the align their the business program was really perfect for that. So when I went back to these clients, I said, you know, is there anything more I could have done? How could I restructure the program to support you more? And I'm thinking of one client in particular, she said I was complete. Like I actually tried to go back to the state where she felt um I'm trying to think of what the words were that she used to feel rejected like at a really core level rejection like not worthy and um <laughs> i looked down at my phone and you're not going to believe this my girlfriend linda this is this, I am so being so truthful. If anybody heard a little bump, bump beep, I haven't talked to my girlfriend, Linda, that was on my quantum spoon bending exercise for ever. We just haven't, you know, she's going in one direction. I'm going in the other. And at 514 today, she says, we have a birthday coming up. Let me know when you have time. Can you believe that? That's kind of, that's how quantum energy works. So, I'm sorry I got distracted. I got so excited. I uh I hit my record button off when I <laughs> I looked at my girlfriend Linda's text. <clears throat> but where I was at was I just wanted to like kind of conclude about this healing, this quantum healing, when it is released. It's released. This isn't something that has to come back or needs to come back. I guess you could invite it back, but I bet it would look differently. Um, you know, whatever it was that you needed to be removed from your quantum energy field to get to the next level of you. So now I actually forward pace somebody. So I ask them, we we go backwards and say, so thinking, moving forward in time, if you had X situation, I'm calling it X, this situation that you used to be afraid of, tell me how you're seeing, feeling, hearing, and knowing moving forward. Like, what do you see? What do you hear? And they would say, they would say, I'm looking at the, at the future and I'm, I feel healed. Like I, I feel congruent with what I feel like I said I wanted to do. And then they would say, like in the past, say, for instance, it was food. They'd say, hmm, you know, it's a, it's a night, nobody's home. My kids aren't home. My husband's not home. And so I'm just going to crack open a bag of chips. That's going to be dinner. (laughs) But then moving forward, if, when we work with something, and I'm just using this as an example. And I say, so, you know, you're going to be alone, whatever's happening, your kids are out of town. How do you feel tonight about what you want to do? And they won't even think of food. It's like, oh, I've been waiting to take a nice long bath or I have this book that's sitting on my shelf and, I'll, and then they don't even bring up the food. So it's kind of like something that just moves through you. Again, what it visually looks like is you know taking apart that one piece of film and just erasing something in the negative that that needs to be cleared up, but still keeping the congru- the congruence of the like the the learnings from that particular time period so that's that was my big revelation today that um and thank you for listening because. I hope it made sense. It wasn't the easiest concept, quantum healing. And I'm just going to conclude by saying there, there's not a list of how many things that you can heal. I mean, I've seen people heal old soul wounds from generations ago. Um, I remember one person these chains were released from her wrists and her ankles and she had been a slave in another lifetime to her husband and another relative. And as soon as those chains were released, her whole life transformed. So I I don't even know how to put a cap on what I've seen. Um, I've seen traumas that weren't even traumas. It was misinterpreted language And even the client said, you know, this was a misinterpretation of something my parents used to say, and this is what I heard. And I even knew it wasn't the truth, but because it was so ingrained in the synaptic parts of her brain, because she was so hardwired into the same story. And as a little kid, believing the same thing again and again and again, that it, it needed to be reconfigured or at least that little piece of the film, um, erased or the smudge erased, and then the brilliance of the actual picture remaining. So I hope that answers your questions as to what you can heal and the quantum energy field and in the Akashic records, because that's the modality I use. Um, again, like I said, I really feel like NLP has somehow combined into my healing with the quantum energy field, because I'm looking at it with a different eye, you know, with the, the mind of somebody in NLP, with the spirit energy of the, of the person, as well as the Akashic energy field. So I I just realized I've never explained the quant or the Akashic energy field. So I'm going to have to do that for another episode, because I'm sure you've already hit your limit. So I'm going to sign off for tonight, and I'm wishing you all a really great evening and a really awesome tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to Candacehaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.